the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. I hope you're going to have a good weekend this weekend. Now, I've had some really fun shows the last couple of weeks where I've been able to talk with people about hunting and gear. I mean, we've had, uh, we've, you know, last week we had a guide from, from Alaska on. Big Mont was on there. You know, we just had, we've had a lot of fun the last couple of weeks, but then one of the purposes of this show is to get back to the information side and tell us what's coming down the pike. Now we've all heard about the tragedies that happened here this last week, and they are tragedies and they are criminal acts of cowards and they need to be addressed as such. And um, of course, after something like that happens, we get the knee jerk reaction of the liberals, the progressives, the communists, the socialists, we get their knee jerk reaction. And the funny thing is they've been sitting around waiting, waiting for a tragedy to happen so they can use it to try and promote their agenda. Because when something happens on Monday and a several hundred page bill shows up on Tuesday, that is not an accident. That thing was sitting there waiting. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the abomination by Diane Feinstein, the crypt keeper, um, coming out after assault weapons again, again, she's doing this. Now joining me folks on the show here, I have Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz has been a longtime second amendment advocate. He is currently running the San San Diego County gun owners uh, group. He's involved in a lot of California politics for your second amendment. He's very informative. And so we're going to talk with him about what's happening here in California a little bit. And what's happening on the federal stage. And the reason that it's so important on this federal stage. The reason it's so important about on the federal stage is those of you who think you're moving to Arizona to get out of California's mess. You are gravely mistaken because the Ninth Circuit Court covers Arizona, covers Nevada, covers Hawaii, covers Washington. I think it even covers Idaho. Anyway, it covers a lot of the Western nine, I think, of the Western states. And any decisions they make are binding in those other states. So going to Arizona is not a win-win. Going to Arizona to leave California, you know, you're under the same federal laws. So with that wonderful, uplifting introduction, Michael Schwartz, how are you doing today? Good, man. I'm doing really well, Philip. It's nice to see you. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad glad you're here. Glad you're here. And, uh, you know, let's let's go over a little bit. We had this 
Boulder shooting. Okay. So this is what's happened this week. There was a Syrian immigrant um, who na- whose name has too many uh, syllables to pronounce um, with my limited uh, capability, but it's big name, right? Ali Ali Akbar, something or other murdering coward. Now we never like to say the actual name because we don't want to give them any credit, but just understand that he was a coward who decided to try and murder innocent people. Um, it also looks like it could have been a religiously motivated event. It just happens to seem that way. Now in Colorado, as we all know, for the last seven or eight years, maybe 10 years, Colorado has been under, under different gun control laws. And even in the city of Boulder, they have an assault weapons ban. They have all kinds of stuff. In Colorado, they have the magazine ban, which means that if anything has a standard capacity, uh, more than 10 rounds, you can't even own it in Colorado. The reason that Magpul left and went to Cheyenne, Wyoming, amongst other things. So Colorado has a lot of severe gun control laws. Let's just walk through this one. This one Syrian immigrant who decided to kill innocent Americans how many laws do you think this gentle person broke? Oh, I mean, a lot. You know, you name the gun law, and he and he and he basically uh, broke it. And you know, wait, 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 wait. But it was a gun-free zone, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> well, the most important gun law that he broke is that you 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 know the one where you shoot ten innocent people. Um, oh, the murder, the murder yeah, one. Yeah, that's that's kind of a big one. And he de- and he broke that 10 times. And, uh, you know, it, it really is. You were talking about how it's it's it, well, you were kind of naming off some of the things that Colorado has in place as far as uh, legislation. It, it kind of made me reflect a little bit in Southern California, you know, 10, 15 years ago. That was the that was the chosen place that people were. I'm going to Colorado, you know, or. Uh, that was one of them. Anyway, you know, back in the 90s, everybody was going to Washington and Oregon to escape California gun laws. And then it was Colorado and, and Nevada, you know, and Arizona sometimes. And, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. There's there's no escape. This is now all of California's gun laws are now moving to the federal level and they're expanding to other states. And the only way you cannot flee them, you cannot go find your own safe zone. But back to this guy, he broke all kinds of laws. The other part is. Uh, that isn't getting talked about enough is through interviews with friends and family. This guy was a, a walking disaster. He was a, a you know, a, a warning sign. Uh, you know, he, he was described as paranoid by his friends and family. He was described as uh, possibly having mental issues beyond the paranoia. He was described as having a short temper and being violent. And this this guy was 21 years old, and they said that this has been going on for 10 years. It's not like this just popped its head up, but throughout his school, uh, you know, high school and, and middle school career, this guy was uh, clearly having issues that weren't addressed. So when we talk about laws that were being broken, I mean, we can put all kinds of laws in, all kinds of red flag laws and all kinds of uh, laws. But if they're not being used, if they're not being enforced, um, you know, this guy didn't get the mental health uh, uh, help that he needed. Uh, the people around him who saw that he was dangerous didn't do anything about it. Um, that's an enormous problem. And taking away self-defense tools from from you and me, Philip, you know, taking your AR away from you isn't going to help somebody who's having a mental crisis and should have gotten help 
uh, and should have been. He was well known to the to law enforcement, but nothing happened. You know, he, there's something should have happened. Something, some kind of interdiction should have happened and didn't. Well, Cal- or Colorado has the red flag laws, laws, right? Which, yes. which are which are horrific in their when they're used against innocent people. But they have that. They had the magazine law. They have the don't murder innocent people law. They have the you know carrying an open open rifle in there as he crossed. I'm sure he didn't uh, just put his gun in his jacket as he started shooting from the parking lot in there, right? They have so many laws, but the point is folks time and time again, when you're dealing with evil, it doesn't give a rat's patootie. If it's breaking a regulation, Uh, if somebody is bent on murdering, they're going to commit the most heinous crime ever. And it is only through meeting a coward like that with overwhelming force does it stop it? You can't reason with somebody like that. You can't say, Hey man, I'm on your side. I'm good. I voted for Biden. doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're crazy. They're, you cannot reason with them. You have to stop them. And the only way you can stop them is with superior firepower. You know, uh, this idea about the, the, the idiocy I hear from the second, the, the second amendment deniers, second amendment deniers, the idiocy that I hear from them um, about, well, when they're reloading after shooting 10 people, then you can jump them. That's why we don't want to have a large magazine. So just hunker down till they kill 10 people. Then you can charge them when they go to reload. This yeah. is actually an argument that I've heard them say. It's why you want to have a smaller magazine. You should be unarmed, but just wait until he runs out and then charge him. Yeah, I, th- I think if you're, if you're betting public safety on a criminal's inability to reload a magazine, uh, you should be eliminated from the discussion. I, really, you're not bringing anything to the table. You have a, a zero understanding of firearms and zero understanding of public safety and zero understanding of self-defense. Uh, ludicrous. Yeah. So speaking of zero understanding of firearms and public safety, we're going to get on to H.R. 127, Sheila Jackson Lee's uh, federal gun prohibition. And we're going to follow that up also with Diane Feinstein's brand new assault weapon ban because a Nana needs a nap. And uh, in between naps, she's decided to have this thing created. And, and, you know, old, the old pearl necklaces are coming back out to, to glam across the national stage again, trying to grab some spotlight in between blasts of ensure and half a banana. She's up there pushing her agenda. I mean, this, this lady needs to be retired. Unfortunately in California, she'll probably be replaced with somebody terrible like Kevin DeLeon, but she needs to simply be out of the spotlight. So folks, this is Philip Naiman firing line radio show. My special guest, Michael Swartz from San San Diego, excuse me. I almost put you in San Bernardino, man. Sorry about that. San Diego County gun owners, SB, cgo.org is where you can find out more information on them. Also, we're going to talk about what's going on here locally with the Riverside County gun owners, San Bernardino County gun owners. We'll be right back after this. FiringLineRadio.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick hello folks welcome back to boomstick radio you know every week we are brought to you by vince torres over at bullseye sports guns and ammo in riverside on the corner of brockton and arlington so 
that's where you need to go for all of your firearm needs, ammunition, rifles, pistols, shotguns, small arms, big arms, whatever you need. Sun's out, gun's out. You need to be over there at Riverside's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo on the corner of Brockton and Arlington. Phone number 951-823-0211. Bullseyesport.com is the website. Check them out. Thank them for their sponsorship of this show by buying everything in the store. And I understand if you go there this week, there's a huge discount. Just, you know, just tell them I said, give you a discount. All right. Folks, joining me back here, I have Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz, um, San Diego County Gun Owners, sdcgo.org is where the website is. But you're not only in charge of San Diego County Gun Owners, that just happens to be where you live, but you are a coordinator for all of the other different counties. Is that correct, Michael? Yeah, we act as support for, uh, so about five years ago, to the end of 2015, we opened up San Diego County Gun Owners, and we're a political organization that focuses on just Second Amendment issues at the local level. So we want to try to get uh, 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 pro-Second Amendment. We're nonpartisan. We don't care if the Republican, Democrat, declined the state, Libertarian, we don't care. Well, let me we ask you this question. Sure. How many registered Democrat people running for office have you found that are positive for the Second Amendment? You know, honestly, a handful. Um, but the important part is it's increasing. Uh, we we endorsed a, a candidate for sheriff a few years ago. So here's what I tell people. When we find pro-Second Amendment, you know, when we educate a pro-Second Amendment Democrat, it makes and they become, you know, uh, you know, significantly more pro-Second Amendment than than they were. It makes Republican candidates more Republican, <laughs> You know, so we found uh, a lot of Republicans who are are on the fence or maybe not as dedicated to the Second Amendment as they should be until they find out that the Democrat they're running against is pro-Second Amendment and it makes them more Republican. Um, so that's why it's an important thing. I know a lot of people say, hey, Mike, it's it's clearly us against them when it comes to Republicans and Democrats in the Second Amendment. Um, but we, we want to, we want to make sure we want, but my dream is that Democrats and Republicans agree on the second amendment and stop fighting over it and get back to fighting over a budget. Uh, that's the goal. Well, I, I understand that. And I wouldn't say, I mean, I'm, I'm here in a pistolist PD Aguilar's, uh, zone, you know, and, uh, the, the guy's radical is he makes Soros look calm, but, um, he was part of the Mayor Bloomberg's group. I wouldn't say it's like the Republicans versus Democrats. I'd say it's like everybody versus the Democrats. And I know that maybe nationwide there are a few people with a D by their name who, who maybe they're South Dakota or Louisiana. And so there's a hunting heritage in there. And so they, they are not as radical about the rest of them. But what I've noticed is when they go to Washington and then they have to answer to Madam Pelosi, and she says, this is our block vote. You will do this or you will get zero dollars going to Louisiana, zero dollars going to South Dakota or wherever you're from. Uh, they go, yes, Madam Nancy. And they vote in, in sync. So it's almost like, you know, they may be OK when they're not called upon. But once they get in power like that, they're a block vote. You're not going to see any of them. This assault weapons ban. You won't see any Democrats vote against it. I don't think you'll see one. If so, I'll buy a lunch. 
It's a problem. Listen, I'm not here to defend Democrats. I, uh, you know, right. I, but, I, but I'm just saying it's like, what, yeah, it's totally like they may be good. They it's may be problem. good at a local level. They may be reasonable, yeah. but when they reach that power level, they're owned. They're not owned by us, the people they're owned by the party machinery. It, and and it that's what we're seeing. The thing that resonates I found on the Democrat side is the point that, Hey, uh, you know, if you are building your political foundation, on the idea that there's, for example, institutional racism, um, or if you're a supporter of, of, you know, this matter stands for, okay, let's look. How many people are serving time on weapons uh, or, are, or, are, or are felons who are young black men? So now, now tell me that gun laws aren't the institutional racism that you talk about, and then tell me that you support even more gun laws that are going to destroy lives. And if you if that message at least resonates across the board with Democrats, now is it a is it a is it magic? Is it going to magically make all Democrats be pro gun? No, but if we get just a few more, a little bit better, we're better off than we were yesterday. So it's the goal. It's a tough goal. It's a it's a huge heavy lift. And I understand you need to talk to everybody around there. So I'll do the slamming. So you won't have to. So <laughs> here's here here's the thing, Mike. Um, the Democratic Party began instituting gun control to keep black people from having rights. OK, you need to realize that, folks out there, that the Democrat Party and, you know, when you think about the institutionalized racism of the Democrat Party and today's cancel culture. Shouldn't they just be eliminated? Shouldn't they self-implode? They should have to self-regulate. Just look at your history, folks. Jim Crow, what you've done to the black community, not only enslaving them, but after the war, not allowing them to vote, not allowing them to own property, not allowing them to own firearms, not allowing them to defend themselves against the Democratic Ku Klux Klan. All right. The murders, the lynches, all of those things, the Democrat Party simply should have to be canceled. It's a Me Too movement. Out you go. You are racist from the beginning. And if you look at what you're doing now, every single city that they run and control, um, what's the death rate for young black males? It's huge. It's absolutely huge. You look at the violent crime across the country. If you take out democratically controlled cities, we're a pretty peaceful place. And it's, it's not the races. It's the system that they're being put into. It's what they're they're being kept in, you know, the horrific schools, the horrific cities, the no hope, constantly being told that you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't get out of this. It's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. The divisions that they create are really holding down this country. And we're seeing this on a nationwide scale, um, you know, anyway, so let's. Let's run real quick here. We did this a little bit ago with, with Rick Travis, but let's talk about H.R. 127, a federal firearms ban by Sheila Jackson Lee of Houston, Texas. Now, hear that, folks. Texas, right? Every single state is going to be subject to federal laws. So if you have a crazy person from California, Washington, or Texas, and they get this pushed through because we have 50 uh, senators and one Kamala Harris, who, by the way, sucks at her job at Kamala Harris uh, as a tiebreaker, then we're going to have a huge situation there. So 
we need to get involved here. Mike, why don't you give us a real quick uh, start us on, on HR 127. Sure. HR 127 gets is an, an enormous leap towards what will be in effect uh, Australia style uh, gun control. Which it's, was it's confiscation. Like, Australia confiscated. It's it's it, they confiscated a bunch of them, but it, you know their their current gun control. It's so regulated. It's such a laundry list. Um, the bill establishes a process for the licensing and registration of firearms and prohibits the possession of certain ammunition and large capacity ammunition feeding devices. So it's going to be uh, uh, not certain just ammunition. Regi- what what ammunition does it ban? Also, it it it, it what they call uh, armor piercing. Um, so, so all high powered rifle rounds, basically, you know, basically, um, it's going to have yeah, ATF's going to have a licensing, uh, uh, for possession of, uh, uh, of different kinds of, of rifles. I mean, it's in effect a, a ban on, on most semi-automatic rifles that are owned in, in America. Um, the, uh, it also creates, uh, insurance. You're going to have to go through a psychological evaluation and buy insurance to have a firearm. Um, who's going to come up with the psychological criteria, who's going to come up with the insurance and how much you're going to have to spend. I mean, basically, uh, you know, back when they, when they established the safe handgun roster in California, we all said, Hey, that's going to turn into a ban. They laughed and said, oh, no, come on, you're paranoid, you're wearing a, a, a tin hat. And uh, in effect, it's a slow-moving de facto pistol ban. You can hardly get, you know, models of, of modern pistols in California. And that's and, what and this now, is. And now they want to do the three-for-one, right? If you add one new one, you have to take three old ones off in California. Right, which is going to, you know, accelerate that ban. This psychological evaluation and requirement for insurance is the same thing. It's the slippery uh, slope. Yeah. Have because you ever, if, if, you know, the, the, imagine a psychological test where they can find anyone who's ever, you know, seen you lose your temper before. And that you know precludes you from from owning a firearm. Hey, we're going to talk more about that because that is super, super important. That is the elephant in the room that we need to d- discuss. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com is where you find the podcast. Go to sdcgo.org. Help out Michael Schwartz down there in San Diego. We'll be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! 
Hey folks, Mulan Labe Saturday. This is Philip Naiman here, Firing Line Radio Show, FiringLineRadio.com. I'm here with Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz, the coordinator for California. I'm going to give you that title. Or Poobah. It's one of the two. Yeah. The Grand Poobah. Grand Poobah of the gun of the county gun owners organizations here in California. He's running the San Diego County Gun Owners. That's sdcgo.org. You can find out more about them and their events, which I'm remind me we need to get to before we're done with the show here. Um, and we were just talking about some of the different things, the psychological test, the psychological exam. I believe they've touted this before. They floated it in California. This is the absolute slippery slope because when you think about it, all psychological evaluations are subjective. Somebody, it's not an objective test. Somebody makes a determination that this is is acceptable and this is not so exactly let's let's talk about objective and subjective when it comes to medical um you know if you go in and check someone's cholesterol or you check their heart rate you get a number you know you know how much cholesterol is in their bloodstream or you know how many times their their heart beat per minute um that is objective there's no uh determining it uh or or i should say evaluating it when it comes to mental health, uh, that is completely and totally subjective. You can't go in and, you know, uh, there isn't like a like an oil dipstick and you can figure out, oh, okay, this person is, you know, this much uh, crazy or, or whatever. Now, obviously, if they go through. Uh, he's the a, dipstick. You pull it out and, oh, he hit the bat guano scale. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, there are degrees that we all agree on. If, the, if you go through a you know medical analysis uh, and you go through due process and you get committed or, you know, something like that. But you can even look at Riverside County, for example, some of the cities in Riverside County decided, Hey, you know, uh, it's really difficult to get a CCW from the County. So we're going to issue CCWs at the city level, which was a great decision. And I'm glad they did that. However, one of the things that they do is they require a psychological evaluation. Now, the psychological evaluation that they require doesn't test to see whether or not you're crazy or you have uh, dangerous thoughts, that sort of thing. It's actually a personality test. And it's the same personality test that they give to security, law enforcement, that sort of thing. Now, there's no requirement or there's no, uh, 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 yeah, there's no requirement that you have the same personality as a law enforcement officer in order to exercise your second amendment rights. That's not, that's not a requirement. So when, when you, now this is kind of a low level example. I think those cities are doing fine. I'd like them to get rid of the personality requirement, but on a federal level, when you're looking at people who are vehemently against the idea of you keeping and bearing arms, that subjective part of a mental health screening in order to own a firearm is downright scary. You know, if, like I said, if they could ever find somebody in your past that, you know, said, Oh yeah, I saw him lose his temper over a, you know, over a football game or something, you know, what's the time timeline. I mean, so let's just say I'm Joe blow. I've never owned a firearm. It's like, you know what? I'd want to go get a Glock 19. Hey, look, I actually found one in a store. So I sign up and I take my 35 questionnaire test and I pay the extra money. And now that wait a minute, you need to go get a psych eval. Uh, what is the time frame for that? 
Well, it's not established. The bill, of course, they, right. and, yeah. It's, because all these bills, they, they, they draw the framework and then they turn it over to the ATF or the bureaucrats to fill in all the little nasty details, right? Nancy Pelosi's famous words, um, uh, you got to pass the uh, bill to find out what's in it. Yeah. Okay. That's the same thing. They'll pass this thing and then they'll let their bureaucrats fill in all the, all the things and we'll find out how onerous it is after they've done it. Yeah, and if you look back at 2020, you know, when, when things started going sideways with COVID and then the, the BLM riots, people were showing up at gun stores saying, hey, I, I'm, uns- you know, I, I'm in danger now. I can't wait 10 days, let alone 30, 90, 180 days to get a psych evaluation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, this isn't where well, there's already a, a process in place when it comes to uh, mental evaluation and, and uh, owning firearms, not just in California, but across the country. And basically, if you've gone through an evaluation and you've gone through due process through the legal system, um, then, you, you know, if it's if it's so serious, uh, your mental health uh, uh, situation is so serious. You know, you this, may, this may actually have some merit. And that is that this may be a make work project by the government to find out jobs for the people who all majored in psychology. And uh, in college and couldn't find a job after that. So maybe that's really what this is about. It's the Employment Act for psych students um, going forward. What do you think? Good old industrial psychology major, which is the the equivalent of punting. You know, when you look at the when you look at the catalog, it's like, okay, this one requires no math and no science. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway. I know I'm crazy. What do I want to say? Um, but but it's an important thing because if they get that in there, um, they're going to be the ones who determine it. And you look at what their standards are. Well, if you want to have a firearm in your home, you must be crazy. Oh, you think that there's bad people? Well, you're paranoid. Oh, you think the government's going to come take your guns? You're hyper paranoid, right? They're making the decisions on that. So to allow that is absolutely critical. It cannot happen. Um, let's talk, talk real, real talk, uh, excuse me, as I fumble over my words because I'm slightly excited. Let's talk about Feinstein, the Crypt Keeper, coming back out and her bring, resurrecting her assault weapon ban after this murderous coward uh, killed innocent people who were unarmed in a gun-free zone. So she spun off HR 127 wasn't bad enough for her. She actually spun off her own uh, assault weapon. I'm doing the air quotes for everybody that's listening. Assault weapon uh, ban, which really mirrors California's uh, it, it, everything you can think of. It bans the evil features. Um, it uh, you know, it, it, if you do have a registered assault weapon, you have to uh, keep it locked and stored uh, differently from other firearms. It bans certain firearms by name. Two hundred and five military, quote unquote, military style assault weapons by style, name. military style, not yeah. used in the military, not military grade weapons, military looking. And she added uh, bump fire stocks. That's gonna. That's in the, her assault weapon. Didn't they already uh, ban those? Well, I, I, they did it through regulation, or they did it through. Uh, you know, DOJ's regulation, but I, this is, I, this is going to be, this will actually codify it into law and add it. To, it'll be considered an assault weapon. You know what banned bump fire stocks, honestly, the price of ammunition. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You, you, you're not going to be, you're not going to be throwing it out there anymore, right? The price of ammunition is like, wait a minute. If I use that bump fire stock, that's 150 bucks of ammo. 
that quick. Right. So anyway. And this is, this is another example though. This is everybody, you know, 40, whatever, 47 other States who, who, or in people who move to them and then laugh at California and say, Hey, you guys are all crazy. Well, this is, this is exactly Philip, what you and I and other people have been saying, if you don't eat it here, it is coming for you next. And this is a perfect example is, and if you don't think this thing's going to pass federally, it's, there's an enormously good chance that it'll pass federally. And you can bet that Biden, Biden ran on this. So if, if it gets to his desk, it's getting signed. Bingo, sure. right? Bingo. Right. Yeah. And we're, uh, San Diego County gun owners, real quick, we're a, uh, we're a plaintiff in an assault weapons case. The Miller versus Becerra case is, you know, we're plaintiffs with that, with Firearms Policy Coalition. We're hoping to defeat that here in California legally. Um, and, and, and that'll spread to, you know, all 50 states. Excellent. You know, there's somebody in charge, the second person, the vice president of the United States. She was the district attorney for San Francisco, right? Correct. District attorney. Now, an illegal alien, MS-13 gang member, Rionoso, I think was his name, gunned down an innocent family coming back from a Giants game, the Bologna family. Tony Bologna, Bologna and his, his, one of his sons was, were killed in their car. One son was gravely injured, destroyed this entire family. Now, Kamala Harris was the district attorney at that time. Here's an assault weapon used against innocent people by a known gang member. She went on record saying that she absolutely would not pursue the death penalty for this man who killed two innocent people, injured another, destroyed an entire family as a gang member with priors who is not who should have been um, should have been out of the country. But she allowed him to stay through the sanctuary city and not enforcing federal laws. Kamala Harris has blood on her hands. She is, if she absolutely stood for non having gun violence, she would have stood for the justice of the Bologna family. She did not. She does not. She is a socialist Cretan who wants to destroy this country. And you know what? She sucks at her job. So Kamala Harris is trying to be the president of the United States. And we're watching this unfold. Folks, we have to get involved. Support San San Diego County gun owners. Support Riverside County gun owners. San Bernardino County gun owners. You guys got to get involved in this because they're out there fighting the fight. And they're trying to protect us from horrid people like Kamala Harris. FiringLineRadio.com Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Hold on. 
What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. Hey folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show, here with Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz, you know, I'm going to st- stop myself right here from getting back into our last topic. Let's just go over your events that you have so I make sure I get them into this show because I've, you know, I've been failing to do so, so far. You have Gun Prom. Gun, Gun Prom's Prom. coming up in October. Tell us about that. Gun Prom. It's actually our Second Amendment celebration dinner. Um, we've had it for, uh, we started, first one was in 2016. We, uh, we've had to postpone it from last year, but uh, it's gotten nicknamed Gun Prom because uh, all our, our gun folks uh, who are used to doing activism and training people on the range, uh, you know, they hose themselves off for one night, get dressed up, and uh, we go have a really good time with a lot of movers and shakers in the political world and, and uh, uh, across the community. This year, we're going to have over 800 people at our dinner. It's on October 16th. Um, all kinds of fun. Uh, it's it's fun. It's funny. There, there are award ceremonies. You're going to be in a room with 800-plus like-minded folks, um, prizes, uh, guns, that sort of thing. It, it's a lot of fun. Everybody really loves it. We're going to have a, a, a live auction. and I mean, it's a hoot. People really enjoy this thing. If you want more information, you go to gunprom.com. Uh, tickets are just 99 bucks a seat. They're normally 150, but we lowered the price this year. So 99 bucks a seat, and you get a ton of a ton of entertainment, and it uh, goes to support San Diego County Gunners, which is a great. Doing auctions, anything like that? Raffles? Yeah, live auction raffles. Uh, last year, last time we had it, which was uh, just just over a year ago. Uh, 28 different firearms, I believe we, we gave away. Um, but there's all kinds of cool stuff and it's just a whole lot of fun. It's at the town and country in mission Valley, which is down here in San Diego. Um, but then orange County and Riverside County and San Bernardino County, we have events every month. We have educational events for people who want to learn how to get a CCW. We have educational events uh, for all those people that, you know, who need to, uh, who've never shot a gun before and need to go learn how to, you know, have a first time shooting experience. So we do shooting socials. Riverside County just launched uh, Not Me RC. San, it's a pattern on San Diego's Not Me SD, which is a program for women by women. Uh, if you're a woman who wants to own a firearm, who wants to get training, and who wants to get a CCW or any one or two of those three things, contact Riverside County Gun Owners. They will pair you with an experienced volunteer, and she will help you purchase a gun, get the training, get a CCW, and she'll make sure that if that if any of those are financially prohibitive, that we get discounts or grants or whatever we need to do to make sure that uh, every woman who wants to and qualifies can own a firearm to defend herself. And this isn't just information on a website. This is hand to hand, you know, hand holding through the process, um, and it's a really great program. That's excellent. Those are the good things. Those are the fun things we get to do, folks. And and right now, the uh, CCW seminars are online, right? Yep. Yeah. So you can just, just join in on a Zoom like we're doing here today and get that information. So that's fantastic. And I think your meetings are going to go back to in-person in the month of May. 
correct? In the month of May. I think we could probably do it in April, but I don't want to schedule them and then have to change them. So month of May, we're going to have in-person meetings in San Bernardino, Riverside, Orange, and San Diego. There is something else coming up, Philip, on May 8th and 9th. This is this could be really fun for Riverside and San Bernardino folks. At Route 66 Shooting Range, we're going to have a booth. So if you're listening and you're, you're kind of interested but want to know more about Riverside County Gun Owners or San Bernardino County Gun Owners, maybe you want to meet some of the members. Maybe you want to meet Karen. Karen's the executive director, and she helps with Riverside and San Bernardino. Come see us at the booth on May 8th, May 9th in, uh, at Route 66. There's going to be Anthony Miranda, who's armed scholar on, on YouTube. He has, runs a fantastic uh, channel on YouTube, talks about different gun laws. And then Reno May, um, he's going to be there as well. So you can meet both those guys. They both run YouTube channels and talk about Second Amendment issues. And it's just going to be a nice, big, fun fest. So we're going to have a booth there and give out information and shake hands. And uh, we look forward to meeting all kinds of cool people. That should be great. So May 8th, May 9th, Saturday, Sunday, May 8th, May 9th. Very good. Very good. Hey, let's talk a little bit about some information that just broke this week. How about Young versus Hawaii? Young versus Hawaii. So a lot of people have heard of the Peruta case. The Peruta case was basically going to turn California into from a May issue to a shall issue when it comes to concealed carry permits. Um, the Ninth Circuit Court ruling in the Peruta case was that there is no constitutionally protected right to carry concealed. So attorneys uh, went, uh, they, they took up Young versus Hawaii and said, okay, this is about open carry. If we can't conceal carry, then, then we're going to sue so that we can open carry in order to, to fulfill that uh, right to bear arms. It's got to be one or the other. If California won't let you conceal carry, then they have to let you open carry. If they won't let you open carry, they have to let you conceal carry. Just yesterday, the decision came out. The Ninth Circuit now, had, according to their uh, decision from yesterday, you have no right to bear arms. You don't have a constitutionally protected right to carry concealed. You don't have a constitutionally protected right to carry open. There is no constitutionally protected right for you to carry a gun outside of your home. That creates a a split because other circuits have said that you do have a right to bear arms. There's this there's this old piece of paper in Washington, D.C. that indicates that you have a right to bear arms. So there's a bit of a controversy there now. And hopefully that will end up in the Supreme Court, which we hope will go our way. But getting a case to the Supreme Court, it's a million bucks plus, And it's going to take years. Yeah. Uh, now the and question it stands is, as law until then, right? Stands as law until then. So the, the question is, well, how does that affect people in California? It doesn't really affect us because we've already we have open carry. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have open carry. We've already been living under the Peruta case, which states that you don't have a constitutionally protected right to carry concealed, but there are still fantastic sheriffs like McMahon and San Bernardino and uh, Bianco, Bianco and Riverside who said, Hey, you know what? We're going to make this thing happen. If you can pass the test and take the training and you're, you're uh, you know, uh, we're going to make sure that you can get a CCW. So it shouldn't affect your ability to get a CCW in California. Oh boy. Can you believe that Philip? Can you believe that, that the, it it drives me crazy. The ninth circuit court, uh, you know, federal judges actually wrote in a decision that you don't have the right to bear arms. It's just crazy. No, no, Mike, 
we're crazy for expecting them to follow the rule of law. They did not seek power in these positions to follow the rule of law. They have sought power in these positions to pursue their agenda. Everything they do is moving that football one more yard down towards their goalpost. Their goalpost, unfortunately, is destruction of our way of life. But everything they do, they are sold out from the moment they wake up in the morning to the moment they go to bed at night. Everything they do is focused with that purpose. And that's why we're getting shellacked because we don't believe it. The problem with people, let me just rephrase that. One of the problems with people like me, not the only one, is that we follow the rules. We expect if you're going to do a mail-in ballot, you get one, not 40. We expect people won't cheat because if the elections are compromised, what does that really leave us? The other side says win at any cost. Cheating is as good as winning because by the time they figure it out, we're on to the next election and we've already figured out how to cheat even better on that one, right? Every single thing they do is pushing their more their power down the road one more step, even if they have to self-emulate. What do I mean by that? Well, Andrew Cuomo was a useful idiot until he's no longer useful, right? Now, they'll, they'll come up. They, they rode him hard like a donkey all the way to the finish line. They can't get any more juice out of him, so they'll burn him and say, see, we're for women, right? And then put another idiot like him that'll push his, his policies even farther. They will destroy themselves as long as it's pushing one more foot down there. They are so sold out to their agenda. It, it, it's, you know, gee, I, I, wish, I wish people with a conservative mindset were that sold out for this, but it's, it's different because we, we choose to obey laws. The only reason society works is that we choose to self-regulate, right? That's, they can't have a policeman for every person. And even then the policeman would have to choose to, to follow the law. So society only works because we as free citizens choose to follow our laws. They are getting away with things and destroying things because they have chosen to just go beyond it and they're not being held accountable for it. And that's our fault. We need to hold these people accountable, get them out of power as soon as possible. Folks, Philip Naiman. I want to thank my special guest, Michael Schwartz. Michael Schwartz, join him at the gun prom in October. Uh, San, San Diego County Gun Owners, sdcgo.org for more information. Riverside County, riversidecountygunowners.com. San Bernardino County, sdgunowners.com. Get involved. These are great people. Michael, thank you for all you do, and good luck with your cases. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate it. God bless. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. <laughs> When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.